Welcome to Ipsy Weird. You okay over there? Yeah. Um, you know, you were talking shit about the intro. So I was like, no, book this guy. I'm just going to make a new intro right now. And then I go to the app that I was using, and I go to my music, and, like, none of my old beats are there. And I'm like, where the fuck did they go? They're just gone. They're just gone. All of them, all of my hard work on these things, they're just, some of these were great, too. They're just gone. And now I'm sad, and I'm going to have to do it all over again. I was going to make a new intro for you, because you hate this one so much. But I'm going to make a worse one, just to piss you off. Might like it better. Honestly, you might, right? I just don't know. I don't know what kind of vibe you're feeling. I don't know if you want like a techno-y, if you want like a, a West Coast vibe or like a... West Coast vibe. I'm just saying, right? Like You got like sad, depressing emo kid vibe? I'm sure I could find something along those lines. I mean, it's just techno, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Uh, ska? No, maybe? absolutely not. I mean, you do have a trumpet in that intro. <laughs> That's true, but like I don't know, I'm just I'm just spitballing here. You hate the intro so damn much. We talk about it all the time. Uh, we've still done shit about it. That's because both of us suck at doing anything realistic. None of us are like we're not music engineers and should have studied music engineering. That's the engineering I should have gone to school for. Music engineering, totally related to an <laughs> actual engineering degree. Yeah, because I need to like I need some artwork done. Mm-hmm. I need some better music done. Mm-hmm. I need. I need somebody, I need a fucking sound engineer to come in and like re- configure all the microphone settings. We just need to reboot the entire series. I thought about that. Actually, I had an idea for a completely different podcast with a different title that was more structured and focused. Okay, so like it would be the end of Ipsy Weird and then we would just... I think we would still do this bullshit, but we'd try to do another podcast that people would actually listen to. And then maybe that would draw a crowd to Ipsy Weird. And then we'd stop doing the structured one because fuck structure. I'm just, I'm whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Numbers are dropping, though. Yeah, like I said, I don't really give a shit about the numbers. I don't, I, I, don't, I know nobody listens to this. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't let this come out every week and be like, oh my God, how many people are listening? Well, no, when, but when you see that you got like, we're getting like 90 a month, 90 downloads a month, which isn't much. But still, it's honestly, then, it's a little impressive. And it goes out to 25 a month. You're like, oof. Yeah. But 90 a month, uh, what, like five? Five shows a month, that's, I mean, that's like, uh, what, 18 people? Hey, that's 18 people a week, man. That's not, that's better than I thought it was. <laughs> so, I mean, 25 is actually about where I thought we'd be at, like five people a week, right? Um, either way, you know, I don't give a shit about the numbers. Yeah. I can't help but look at it because I got to upload the shit and then it shows me the numbers. I'm like, oh, those are the numbers. Great. Yeah. Well, that's fair. And you see this and you stress about it and you're like, why are we doing this and fails and yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, I have a very important question for you. Is it really that important? It kind of is. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Are you capable of being a team player? No. No. <laughs> Can you? Do you have good customer relations skills? No. Okay. How do you plan to succeed in your future endeavors? I don't. Okay. So let's plan on how you will succeed in your future endeavors let's talk about some some career opportunities yeah a, a buddy of mine uh works for um a place a place that exists and he's been working there for about five six years mm-hmm. 
and he's constantly be like, "Hey, man, you should you apply here, man. They they pay you this much. They have great benefits. They have always hiring." And uh, he's a, he was like, "I keep seeing these people come in. They they're failing their drug test or they're just refusing to show up for work." He's like, "If you pass your drug test and you show up to work, you got a job. Yeah, you're golden. Right? I don't do drugs. Everybody knows how I feel about drugs. You love them. No." <laughs> If I have to make it clear again, I do not do any type of drugs, and I'm, I was like 50-50 on the alcohol, and now I'm leaning more towards fuck alcohol as well. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I don't really mess with, I, I've had the same bottle of maker since Christmas, so. Like, I don't mind a drink here and there. Like, I'm sure when I go on vacation with my dad, and we're out, like, with a fancy, like, fancy yeah. pants dinner, I'm probably sure, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a couple of drinks. Yeah, you got to get some whiskey sours and some old fashions. Yeah, old fashioned. Fuck a whiskey sour. <laughs> An old fashioned. But, uh, yeah, just, like, I was, I don't know, because that, that leads into a whole other story, so I don't know if you want to stay on this or we can bounce back and forth between the two. doesn't matter. There's no structure to this. There's not. But, uh, yeah, I was hanging out with a friend a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago? A week ago? A uh, week and a half. Some time ago. Yeah. I was uh, hanging out with a friend, and I just, I don't, I, they, they, they're, they always want to go out and drink. And I'm fine. I'll have a couple beers. And like I'll have a beer and maybe a shot of whiskey, and if I know my limits, like two beers and a shot of whiskey, and then I probably shouldn't have anything more, or I shouldn't drive. If I have any more, I probably shouldn't drive. So I limit myself to that. That's that's my limit. I can get a good, good little feeling, and then give me about an hour, an hour and a half, and then get back on the road. I can drive. Mm-hmm. Be fine. I don't know about pass the breathalyzer, but I can drive. You'd be fine. This person, they they. You can see the switch flip after, like, the second beer. Oh, yeah, because then it's like, it goes from just casual to knocking it back. Is that what you mean? Well, no, it's like because they ordered, like, a, a beer and a whiskey and a little shot. And I know they're fine. And then they were like, they got a second beer. I'm like, okay, that's, 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 that's my, that would be my cutoff. And like, that should be their cutoff. But then it was another beer. And then it was, can I get a shot of this? And can I get a shot of this? And then can I get another beer? Can I get another beer? So now they're five beers, three shots in. Okay. I've had some bad nights like that. <laughs> <laughs> and this this person wasn't even at the, like, that's not their word. Like, they were still cohesive. It was just a struggle. Yeah. And I know if any more was, if any more alcohol was consumed, it was going to turn into the nightmares we've had before. Yep. And I'm like, I don't, I can't stand dealing with drunk people. I can't stand I stand dealing with absolutely piss drunk people where they can barely function and walk and move. And it was getting really close to that, and I'm like, I just I don't think I can hang out with this person anymore. And yeah, if it's like that all the time. And they, they hit me up the like the other day and it's like, hey, you want to hang out? And I just don't reply. Damn, damn, it's gotten to that. I just don't reply. And then they send me another message. I don't reply. They send me another one. It's like, are you mad at me? And I'm like, am I am I mad? No, I man, you're an adult. You can do what you want. I'm not mad at you. You just don't want. I'm frustrated with how this situation happens every time we hang out. Yeah, like it's so frustrating to, you know, hang up, want to hang out with a friend, catch up, and then it turns into I got a babysit. Yeah, that's understandable, right? Like, so I, you know, I got a buddy back in Orlando that we used to like to go out on the weekends to downtown Orlando area. He drinks a lot more than I do. Um, one, more so because he handles it better than I do. But also just because he, I don't know, he likes to drink more than I do. 
we've only had a couple of instances where he'd get like piss poor drunk. And, you know, he'd gone through some really rough shit. He's gone through relationship problems, divorce, um, infidelity, stuff like that, right? So he's had really rough goes. And when you drink like that, it's like all of that emotion comes out again. So, I mean, I've had to nurse him back from that. And he may or may not ever listen to this, honestly. But, you know, if he does, he knows I love him. He knows my, he's my brother. But, but you know, I've seen, I've seen that, right? I, I still go... I'd, I'd still go hang out with him all the time. I mean, that was my that was my boy. Um, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I still care for this person deeply. Like they're they're a really good friend, and they also have a lot of problems. And no. this is not the place to talk about their problems. No, you know that's a distrust to that friend for me to tell even you what's going on in their life. Yeah. So to tell the whole internet is fucking terrible. Yeah. So they they got some rough that's, stuff. That's, that's why we mentioned no names. They got some rough stuff going on, and I get it. I fucking get it. Like I understand, but I don't know. Like you don't use the alcohol to you know cope with the problem or you know to uh, soften the I don't know the issue. They yeah. Well, see, and that's the difference. Drown too. it out, and that's the difference too. So, like this buddy, he he didn't drink to soften it. I mean, he drank because we like to go out and have a yeah. good time. It's just as we would go out and have a good time, it All would occasionally it would occasionally progress into that. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that they're they're using alcohol to you know, deal with their problems. It's just their problems are, are just magnified a lot mm-hmm. and a lot of shit. And then that leads you to go to drink more because you're like, you know, you're dealing with your problems. You have a couple of drinks. We're talking about life. And that's what, I'll, that's all we do. That's all I do. Talk about my buddy. We talk about life. Mm-hmm. And as you talk about life, you go, man, my life's really fucked. Let me get another beer. Let me get another beer. And then it gets into a chaotic mess. Not saying that they're, you know, they're an alcoholic, but no. And of course <clears> not. Like an alcoholic is just somebody that can't control themselves anytime at all. Um, I just like when we when we go out to drink, I'm like, oh yeah, we'll have a beer or two. I don't even like beer. Oh fuck, I, I can't even drink beer anymore, man. Honestly, <laughs> like I don't like beer. I I barely like whiskey, but I, some of it's okay. Even <laughs> and like, so, but like I I like this person. I like hanging out with this person, so I will indulge him. And that's what you that's the activity you want to do. Sure, I will come out and hang out with you and have a couple drinks. But I wanted to end at a couple drinks. Yeah. I don't want to end it two o'clock in the morning, and I'm trying. I'm carrying you. That didn't, I didn't carry this person, but yeah, I get it. Um, you know, I, I fortunately I've never had to carry anybody um, to their bed or anything like that. But uh, no, I, I get that. That's tough, man. Um, that said, I mean, you want to go get a couple drinks? If it's a couple, uh, I mean, I can't promise anything. We're gonna go get, you know, slabberdackered. I mean, I got to work tomorrow. I have somebody else's car. I got to work tomorrow, too. Fuck you, man. Um, uh, yeah. You know, I was thinking, too. I mean, since we're talking about going out and drinking, by the time of this release, man, you're going to be 30. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, by the time this comes out, I've been, like, 30 for, like, a week. Yeah, almost. Almost. I don't know. I can't do math. Like, five days. Sure. That's a week. Fuck you. <laughs> Five days is a week. Five days is a work week. Five, that's how, that's five business I, days is a week. I live my life in work weeks, all right? Yeah, okay, well, I mean, we're, we're talking actual time here. Actual time doesn't exist. That's just a figment of our imagination. That's technically true. We could get into that. You know we could get into that. I would love to get into that. I don't know if I can speak too much on that. Well, listen, I've, I've talked about this before, about how time is just a man-made construct to measure the cycle of the earth of the moon around the earth and the earth around the sun. Like that's all it is. It's that's, that's just, that's the entire 
figment of time. It doesn't truly exist, but we chart it anyway. But anyway, I won't go any further than that because I understand. It's a big – people get confused. Um, but, man, you're going to be 30. I'm going to be 30 in a few weeks. Um, so, I mean, in the aspect of time, that shit moves fast. Yeah. Oh. And, and moving so fast, I'm like, man, I need to do something with my life. We've, we're nearing, like, the end of 21, 2021. We started this in 2020. We've been yeah. doing this for almost a year now. November will be – a year. That's just a couple months away. Yep. It's been a year. I've been back in this state for a little over 11 months now. Yeah. Um, I'm like three weeks shy of having been back in this state for a whole year. And it's just fucking gone by. I still remember leaving Florida. Like, vividly, as if it was yesterday. And I'm just not ready for for time to just keep on creeping on like this, man. I need to slow the fuck down. Because you start going too deep into... How fast time is going, you start thinking about the inevitability of life and death, and it sends me down this whole trail, this rabbit hole that, you know, gets my mind all kind of fucked. In a different sense of you're fucked, right? Because you're fucked is like, you know, my life might end tomorrow. Um, it almost did on, like, last week Friday. Yeah, I, I'm fully aware of this. Um, I was hoping for it, too. I was hoping not. Ipsy Weird will not go on without you. You can do it. I'll give you all the passwords. No, no, no. It will not go on without you. It will, you just just... Erup- it will abruptly end. At best, there's going to be a, a comment on the Ipsy Weird page that says, you know, sorry, Ipsy Weird has been discontinued. You want to really record a little thing? and then How am I going to record or how am I going to upload it? I'll give you the passwords. What are you going to do? Leave it in a note for me? Yeah. Uh, mother, if you leave me a goddamn note, I will drag your body out of the ground. And I I don't know. I, I'm going to. The note's on my body, so you have to dig me out of the ground. Necromancy type shit. Um, bring you back. Just to kill you again. Dude, I bought a Ouija board. You can just use... Fuck a Ouija board, goddamn. I'm... <laughs> October's coming. And this Ouija board is going to take a big part in our life. <laughs> I swear to God. I, I'm going to burn it. <laughs> I, 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 Are you scared of the Ouija board? No. I hate Ouija boards. I hate the how gullible you have to be to believe that it's not one of your friends moving this goddamn dial. Yeah, no, there's there's some study on it. It's like, like when everybody's like holding the the thing, I forget what it's called, like the little plastic thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like no one actually could be moving it, but like subconsciously, like these little micro movements in your will will start to move it. Mm-hmm. So that's why everybody's like, "You're moving it, you're moving." It's like, "No, I'm not. No, I'm not." Because you're like you you physically aren't moving it, but like you're doing these micro moving movements in it. Yeah, you know what? But I'm just not. I'm not here for it. You're never going to convince... I understand Ouija boards have been along, around longer than Hasbro. I get that. But you're never going to convince me that something released by Hasbro is able to channel spiritual energy. Well, you you got to look back at like a little bit of... I did a little bit of history. A little bit of history digging. All right? It started off with that little... The, whatever the little fucking thing is. It's like a plant shift or something. I don't know how to... I don't, I don't know words. It starts with a P. There's a C-H-E-T-T-D. I don't know what the fuck... I don't know how to pronounce it. You talking about the little dial thing for the game? Yeah, the little plastic yeah, thing. I don't know the, what the fuck it's called either, but sure, whatever. But that, that originated in China, and originally had like two wheels on the back, and you would stick a like a, a pencil in a hole and put it on a sheet of paper, and the spirit would move it around and spell words. Spell words. Fuck you. But that's like ancient time, like China. Then this guy made like a talking board, which is what we know as the Ouija board, and due to like patents and other things. Uh, and Hasbro ended up buying it and turning it into a board game, but it existed as a medium to talk to spirits before Hasbro bought it. I don't give a fuck. Hasbro owns it now. It's bullshit. 
Hasbro owns Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering. And they're not spiritual. They don't connect to the spiritual world. But they're world. not bullshit. No, but the, the point, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> There's two different types of bullshit in this know. world, man. They're bullshit. Ouija boards are bullshit in the aspect that they don't do what they claim to do. Dungeons and Dragons does exactly what it claims to do. Maybe. It taps into your imagination to create this vast world and adventure. Which in your imagination. In, it. in your imagination. Ergo, it's not real. We know it's not real. You don't expect it to be real. You don't expect that while you're playing Dungeons and Dragons and this fucking goblin jumps out of the woods at you, a real-ass goblin's going to be right next to you. Why not? Because we know that's not real. Why can't it be real? It could be, sure. But we know <laughs> that with Dungeons and Dragons, that's not going to happen. People fuck with Ouija boards expecting to connect to a spiritual medium. Because that's what it was originally made for. It just had to happen to buy oh, it. Fuck, it's just... Bullshit. <laughs> well, yeah, like when you flip over the back of the Ouija board and it's like the questions that people are asking is like, am I going to get good grades? Who am I going to marry? Like, who was asking a Ouija board those fucking questions? Fucking 14-year-old girls. That's who, right? Like, Why can't we be 14-year-old girls? Because, well, I mean, okay, we can be, <laughs> all right? But <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not. <laughs> but, I mean, it just, uh, I have, uh, fucking Ouija boards, man. Look, you have a thing with spirit boxes. <laughs> I have a thing with Ouija boards. They're both bullshit. I used to have a Ouija board. My sister owned a Ouija board growing up. I think I've only ever fucked with that thing one goddamn time in my life. And even then at a young age, I knew it was bullshit. I'm not buying it. I've had encounters of the un, of the supernatural kind. And I don't believe in Ouija boards. They're bullshit. No, I just bought it just because. The main reason why I bought it was just, you know, just because the, for October and, like, we'll grab, we'll, we're grabbing all the bullshit items. Yeah. The Ouija, like, I'm not sitting here trying to defend the Ouija boards. I, it's, I, all of I, it's bullshit. I know. Well, as far as you're concerned, yeah, it's all bullshit. But I figured I'd grab a Ouija board, a spirit box, all the little things. And then when I was buying, like, when I put the Ouija board on my Amazon wish list, a little booklet came with it going, how to safely use the Ouija board. Fucking stupid. So I bought that as well, and I've read that book, and goddamn, is that book stupid. Oh, fuck. I got to read this book. You didn't bring this book, did you? No, I didn't bring it. We're going to save like analyzing that book in October. Oh, God, stupid. How to safely use a Ouija board. Fucking spare me. How do you safely use a Ouija board? You throw that shit in the trash. That's how you safely use a Ouija board. It goes in the trash where it belongs. That's it. It was 20 bucks. What the fuck about 20? You want 20 bucks? I'll give you 20 fucking bucks. Throw that motherfucker in the trash. <laughs> um, we got entirely off tra- topic. How do we get to fucking Ouija boards from? I had, I had a close encounter of almost dying. Oh yeah, and then I had to bring you back. Okay, I see. I'm glad we can we can recall where this happened. But like we started here talking about job opportunities. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out and how to look in, back. In, in 19 minutes, we went from job opportunities to Ouija boards. See, I had two opportunities that I was going to bring back the job opportunities, but then we kept rolling on with something else. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, we're getting to some weird stuff. Maybe I can talk about my the close encounter where I almost died, and then we'll get back to job opportunities. But we kept rolling with this fucking Ouija board thing. <laughs> I was trying to bring it back, but you just kept rolling on. Okay, well, let's let's ask the Ouija board real quick. I don't have it with me. Um, how we should proceed back to the job opportunities. It says... Oh, it doesn't say anything. So maybe we should just go back to the fucking job opportunities. We'll go back to the job opportunity. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really get to discuss anything. You have a buddy. He's he got an opportunity for you. He yeah, says yeah. you should apply for it. I got a, I got a buddy that works at the place. He's been working there for years. He's been telling me four years to apply to work there. And I agree. You should apply to work there. It's just like at the time, 
what he was he was working like morning day like morning afternoon shifts. Is he working nighttime now too? He's working the night shift now. Okay, so maybe work with him. The uh, just like all his responsibilities in the morning uh, nighttime shift, I was like, I don't want to have to deal with that type of situation. Like it's it's a janitorial job, and I'm fine with janitorial job, but just the the location of where it's at. I I don't know if I can say like if it's a. I don't want to say like the name of the building, but you can, can I tell you what type of building yeah, it is? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because that those types of buildings are all over the place. So he works in the hospital. Yep. And uh, it would be patient room cleaning, either cleaning out a room after a patient has left. You'd clean out the room, or sometimes you have to clean the room with the patient still in there. Yeah. And I wasn't about that. I was like, I don't want to be in a room with a patient. Yeah. Like I don't want to be in there with somebody's about to die or dying or sick or ill. I don't want to be in that room. Yeah. Well, I mean, but to be fair, I mean, the people that clean those rooms while the patient is in there. They go in there and they mop the floor real quick and they then they take out the linens. Yeah, I know. I like he he's explained to me he's like you're in and out real quick. Boom, boom. He's like he's been trying forever to get me to apply over there. It's not until recently where he uh he had to switch up his shifts because he has like a, a newborn and so his him and his wife had to stagger shifts because they both work at the same place. Mm-hmm. So he and he's like, hey man, they're hiring night shift. Here's what you would make an hour, and he's like. You should and I, you should do it. And I'm sitting there. He sent this at like eleven o'clock last night. I'm about to go to bed, and I'm like, fuck, I couldn't. I barely slept. I'm like, man, what? Like, do I take this? It's, it's a five dollar pay increase just from taking the job. Like I said, that's two hundred dollars a week more than you make now. Eight hundred a month. Yeah, eight hundred a month. That's already that's my rent right there. Yeah, that's fucking. That's uh, like ten thousand dollars a year, more than you make now. Ten thousand dollars a year. Right, I don't. Two hundred times. You're 52. the math guy. Yeah, two hundred times fifty-two, ten thousand four hundred, more than you make now. Take that shit. Yeah, but what if I don't get it? Oh well, you applied for it. See, this is the stigma you need to get past, right? There is always rejection when you apply for multiple jobs. I don't do well with rejection. I understand, but when you apply for multiple jobs, you're never going to get every job you apply for. I have applied for the same company. That your friend is telling you to apply for. Granted, I'm applying for much higher level positions because of my experience and I can't take a pay cut like that. Um, so I haven't gotten those, but I still apply to them. I've applied for positions I know I can't get. Sometimes I've gotten those positions that I was sure I couldn't get. When I first moved, um, when I was in Gainesville, I was tired of working for McKinley. And that's why I applied to Cortland Partners. But their requirements were fucking seven years in property management and three years of supervisor experience at the point of, of applying for this job. I had four years in property management and less than a year as supervisory experience. And I still got that job. Right. So you surprise yourself sometimes, but that's the same thing, you know, and that's a good experience. Right. But I've had bad ones too. I've applied for jobs that I'm like, that's a fucking shoe in. There's no way I don't get this job. And I didn't get the job. I've, and I, I continue to apply for jobs that I know I can't get. Sometimes I apply for jobs that I know I can get because like I'm at a point right now where I'm not really looking. I was looking for a new job. We've talked about that before. I don't know if we ever actually discussed the fact that I, I kept the job I'm at. Yeah. No, we never talked about how you kept your job and didn't move to okay. the other job. Yeah. I ended up having to turn down. I ended up turning down the other job because my current position gave me a counter offer on top of listening to all of my problems that I have with my current situation and promising to work on them. And they are like, I truly feel like they are trying to fix my problems. Um, but that's, you know, I don't want to get too big into that. That's not that big of a deal. But so I'm not really in a position right now where I'm looking to change jobs. But if I see a position that's like above and beyond what I have now, 
I'm still going to apply for it because sometimes I might get fucking, I might be the one. But it, like, if, let's, let's, let's just hypothetically say, I get this job. Mm-hmm. Great. Awesome. It's a, it's a completely life switch. Like, it's, I'm not working mornings, I'm not working nights. Yes. It's my, a transition. My, my days off are different. You know, I got, everything's so, my life is hell. It's my own personal little hell. Everybody has their own personal little hells, and you find little pockets in there that are comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then that, those little pockets for me are like, oh, all my all my friends work at the same grocery store, and we all get roughly the same days off, so we can all play Magic this day. If I switch my job, is that going to line up? Are we going to get to get back together and play you know Magic on days? Or am I going to have my game nights anymore? This podcast, am I going to have the time to? fit this in with my new schedule and the new work and the I'm going to say yes and here's why you get off at 5:30 uh, according to this new job you get off at 5:30 5:30 in the morning yeah you get home at 6 you go to bed at 6 you sleep what 6 hours a night anyway 4 or 5 even better you're waking up at fucking 11 o'clock noon at the latest right that's like 6 hours is fucking noon you're waking up at noon what time do I show up on Saturdays or Sundays? Mm-hmm. Also, for that matter, Sundays, you wouldn't be working anyway. Uh, if I'm understanding the schedule correctly, you'd be getting home 5.30 in the morning, Saturday morning. I hardly come over on Saturdays anyway, right? Usually I'm there on a Sunday anyway. So by, if I'm coming over to record, you're off that day anyway. And by the time I'm getting there, you'd be waking up. Secondly, if you're playing Magic on Saturdays, again, you get home 6 o'clock. You sleep until like fucking noon. You're playing at what, 2 o'clock? Dude, yeah. you got time. Your schedule. Yeah, we, we get there like 2, 3 o'clock, we start Magic. But Magic can run into like 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night. Okay, but you're playing on a Saturday when you're off the next day. True. But... Right? Or a Sunday when you're still off the next day. You don't yeah. go to work until yeah, but fucking sometimes, sometimes Monday we play, night. Sometimes we play on Monday. Sometimes it's a Wednesday. Okay, well, so you're going to change that, and you're going to be playing on the weekends primarily. Um Unless you're trying to squeeze in a game fucking Monday, Tuesday, or something before work, right? But you have to be there at 9. It's going to take you, what, fucking 20 minutes to get there? And then you got to account for parking, right? So you're going to want to leave a half hour before your shift. You're going to leave your home by 8.30. You're going to get there, and you're going to park, and you're going to get to your facility, and you're going to punch in at 9 o'clock. But you have until, like, fucking 8 o'clock before you have to start getting ready, all right? I mean... Fuck, I mean, shower in the morning when you get home from your job, because you're going to be nasty anyway, working in a hospital and shit. So shower when you get home before bed, and then you're only getting ready a half hour before work. Probably less than that, because how long do you realistically take to to get dressed? Fucking five minutes? Yeah, about five minutes. Right, and then the other 25 minutes is to take a Armando Duke. Yeah, I'm usually late to work every day because of that. <laughs> well, yeah, because you wake up and... You don't have to go as soon as you wake up, but then you start moving and your balls start working. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, I'm about five minutes late to work every day right now because of... Because Mondo Duke. Because Mondo Dukes. Yeah, I get that. Trust me, I understand. I'm in a situation where I can actually go to work while I'm waking up and, and my balls are getting active. And then by the time I'm ready, I'll just slip away for a few minutes. So I'm in a good position there. But no, I mean, there's... The only downside to this job is you'd have to change your sleep schedule. But your life will move around the schedule. Your, your your life won't hardly change around the schedule. 
I think it will. It won't, man. I promise you. I'm still gonna come by Sundays at like noon, twelve thirty. Yeah, I think this is fine. But I'm talking about like like the the friendships I've made at that grocery store, and you know, seeing everybody, chatting with everybody, chat, chatting about magic. Like I spent all yesterday and today talking about magic. Yeah. In between my jobs and working. And that gets everybody's like, oh, yeah, we should play Magic. Like, just try to let's find times and we start planning it. I'm not there. Who's planning the Magic? So here's the thing. If these people are really your friends, eh. if these people are really your friends, your friendship will continue past the job. And I know this from experience. I've moved locations many times in my life. And I have lost communication with a lot of those people. But a handful of them, albeit small, a handful of them, I still communicate with this to, to this day. One of them, he may be a little bitter with me because I turned down the job that I was going to. I haven't talked to him since I turned down the job. I, re- I kind of want to reach out to him. Actually, I should reach out to him and be like, hey, man, how's it going? Sorry. Um, I know he was kind of excited about me going. I was excited about me going. But at the same time, he, he was understanding that, like, I got to do what's best for me. Um, when I first turned it down, he was understanding that. But he might be a little upset because, like, I was really, uh, I, I was taking this job. I, was, I had confirmed that I was taking this job. I had signed that I was taking this job. Everything was lining up for it until it didn't. But anyway, back to you. Apply for this goddamn job, man. You know what the worst thing that happens? I got to write a resume. I don't know how to do that. I will type a goddamn resume for you on my phone. I don't know what to put on the resume. Your work history. <laughs> which is, like, one thing, a grocery store. And you've had janitorial jobs before. And just because those companies don't exist anymore. Yeah, but it's also family-run businesses. Doesn't matter. I put my... my I put. And the ch- I was, like, kind of illegally working there when I was 13. Volunteer. I put Wild Song Ventures on my resume. I don't know what that is. That's my mom's company. Oh, okay. I put that on my resume. Volunteer. Because, like, I I worked for that company when I, like, when I was 13 until I was 18. Yeah. And I wasn't really getting paid until I was, like, 16. Yeah, well, Volunteer. You put it as volunteer janitorial work. You can put both of those dead companies on both, there. Yeah, both the companies that were family-owned that don't exist anymore. You can put both of them on there. They are still experienced in the field you're going into. It is proof that you have done this type of job before. Like 20 years ago. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's still experienced nonetheless. You have done this job before, and you can do it again. Yeah. But we also got fired. The like last time I was doing a waxing job, we got we got kicked off that contract. But that wasn't my fault. Yeah, so again, that's not your problem. But the but company got kicked off the job. Kmart is on my goddamn resume. Does Kmart exist anymore? Well, I don't care about the company existing. My more, more main issue is that the fact that I was working there from like 13 to 16, kind of on the payroll, kind of not on the payroll. It really doesn't it was matter. Family owned. There's no way they can contact the employer at this point anyway. It really doesn't matter. So why even put it on there? Because it's still experience, and it's ex- it's experience that you can talk about. That when they call you in for your interview, they're going to ask you about your experience in these positions, and you can tell them what you did on these jobs that prove that you are capable of doing the job they're offering you. If they're not on the resume, they're not going to fucking ask about it. Put it on the goddamn resume. Let them ask about it. Tell them that you've done this work before, and you can do this work now. I don't do well in interviews. It doesn't fucking matter, yes, man. it does. The interview no. matters the fucking most. The, the, the part that matters about the interview is, look, I interview people, okay? I will tell you. I don't care if you stumble on your answers. That's you. I, I interview terribly, too. I stumble on my answers. Somebody asked me a question like, you know, where's a moment where you failed that you think you could have done better? 
man, that's a tough question. And I honestly don't know how to answer it, but I'm going to give it a shot. Like I literally say this to people. I'm flat out. I don't know how to answer this question, but I'm going to try. It doesn't fucking matter, man. I'm a terrible interviewer too. I'm a terrible interviewee and interviewer, right? All of the above. But what matters is the experience and when they see you, they want to know that you are qualified to do the job and you're willing to do the job and you have the right morale and see the morale. you have to fake the morale. Okay. I understand you. You have to fake the, the morale, morale and the cheerful. Like, yes, I am ready to like it's janitorial at a hospital. Like, Don't seem too excited. All right. <laughs> and I, I say that because like when I interviewed for McKinley all five times, the first four that I didn't get the job for, I got the tools in the car. I could start today. The last one. I got another job, man. I'm already working. You want me? Make it worth my while. That's the one I got the job for. I was an asshole at that goddamn interview. You want me? Make it worth my while. They called me back for a second interview, and I was like, excuse me? For real? Are you, like, no fooling? Okay, whatever, cool. I'll entertain this. Let's go. See, I accidentally got the job at the grocery store. <laughs> Would you like to renew your application? <laughs> That's what it was. Is I was sitting there homeless, and you would go to that grocery store, and I was waiting for people because the grocery store has nice AC. And I was sitting down by the, the, the kiosk, but you're always worried about people like, we're going to kick that homeless guy out of here. So I was filling out an application. Instead of pretending, I just filled it out, but I didn't expect nothing from it. And then I was checking my email months later. He's like, your application has expired. Would you like to resubmit it with just one click? Click. Got a phone call the next day. I didn't mean to get this job. But it fucking happened, man. But listen, what's the absolute worst thing that can happen if you put this application in? Uh, they they don't uh, take me. Or I, if I don't put the application, if I... Wait, hold on. What's the worst thing that happens if you do submit the application? They, I don't get a call back. Oh, fucking well. Yeah, but then that just proves more and more... I didn't I, get a call back either, goddammit. But that just proves more that I am correct in my... Uh, uh, in my beliefs that the grocery store is the best I'll ever achieve. No, that's not true. It just further feels that like you tried and you failed. You tried one goddamn time. Yeah, but when you try again and fail and you try again, it's just going to keep stacking on the proof that I'm a failure and the best I can do is the grocery and store. And eventually it'll fucking stick. That one day it'll fucking happen. You'll get what you want. It doesn't always happen right away. Hanging man. from a tree? Yes. That's what I want. Exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Look, this position that you're applying for, this company that you're applying for, admittedly is a hard company to get into. But God damn it, you've got an in. Take whatever opportunity you could get. I don't think he's going to help me. I think he'll try. I asked him. I like, think hey, man, can you put a good word in with All me? he says is he doesn't know how much pull he has. That doesn't mean he's not going to be to tell his, su- his hiring supervisor, hey, I got a buddy that applied for this job. Are there fucking referral bonuses at this place? Yeah, dude. He's gonna, if if I apply and get hired, he gets seven hundred fifty bucks. He's gonna try and get you fucking hired, man. And if I stay employed for six months, he gets another seven fifty. He is going to try and get you hired, my guy. It's going to fucking happen. Just because he doesn't have a lot of pull doesn't mean he's not gonna try. He's gonna go to his hiring supervisor. You don't know him, and he's gonna. I do know him, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I may not know him as well as you, but I do know him, okay? Um, he's going to go to his hiring supervisor, and he's going to be like, hey, I have a buddy who's applying. I think he'd be a great fit. He's been there five or six years. He's got good fucking word. They trust this guy. Yeah, to my understanding, him and his wife are like the top two. Like They trust this guy. 
And if he says he has a good referral, they're going to listen to him. Now, what if he go? He puts all that effort. Let's say he does. Let's say he does fucking go, this is your guy. Hire this guy. And I show up and I'm a complete fucking failure. Of a, like, this dude can't buff a floor. Now that makes him look bad and screws him up. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make him look bad. I promise it doesn't. I've interviewed referrals that were really shit. It doesn't change the way I look at my employee. I know my employee is good, okay? But he's going to try for you, man. He's going to fucking try for you. I don't know. There's no harm in trying. This is the stigma you need to get past. There's no harm in trying. You're not going to put in an application, and they're going to see it and be like, oh, fuck this guy. I'm going to go kill him. They might. They're not. That's what the dude did fucking Friday. He was like, I'm just going to kill this dude. It's a movie. I don't know. Like, come on, man. This is real life. This is real fucking life. Or it's the Matrix. I can't confirm. Either way, this is real fucking life. And the worst thing that happens is you don't get the job. And And you know what happens then? Nothing changes. Yeah, other than my brain and... You need to get past that. I'm telling you, I can't. You need to get past that. I'm telling you. I'm going to put this goddamn application in for you. Go for it. I'm going to fucking... Fill it out. I'm going to need your social security number. I'm going to need your license number. I'm going to need... 6120. Don't... (laughs) I know that's not real, but whatever. Uh, I'm going to need all your information. I'm going to put this goddamn application in for you. You're going to work it for me, too? Fuck, whatever. (laughs) Need me to go interview for you, too? Yes. Absolutely. Let's go. Right? I'm just... I'll put on a wig. Um, I'll have to trim all this down to make it look like pubes. Um, hey, just because I can't grow facial hair, fuck you, man. All right. I'm gonna have to put on a little bit of weight. Um, we just we just cut my we just I'll shave my head. We'll cut off all my fat and we'll just staple it onto you. Okay, but then what happens when it's actually your turn to go back to work after you get the job? Then we'll, we'll sew it back onto me. Okay. Yeah. Seems a little bit much. But whatever. We could buy a fat suit, but that might work better. We'll hash out the details later. But either way, there's no negative thing that can happen from you putting in an application. Other than mental. That's that's the problem. Dude, it's but again, that's all that's all it is. And that's once you learn to overcome that mental, it can't bother you anymore. If I could overcome my mental problems, I would be a lot further and better in life. So let's overcome those mental problems. I haven't figured out how to do that. We're gonna figure out how to do that. I'm gonna call some people and I'm gonna say my name is, oh, I'm not going to, well, whatever. I'm not going to say the whole thing out here. I don't think we've ever discussed our full fucking names on this thing. Yeah, not like last names. But, yeah. My name is Christopher, and. I think it's called Christopher. Is it your legal name, you asshole? God damn it. My name's Christopher. I'm depressed. And I can't get over my mental state. What are we calling like, the suicide hotline? Yeah, fuck it, whatever. Can you direct me to a good therapist that won't put me on drugs? That's what we need, right? That's that's We've talked about this. All you want is to not be put on drugs. Great. We will absolutely try that route. I am 100% with you. If you don't want to be put on drugs, we'll try that route. We're going to make that work. You just have to go in with an open mind. An open mind that the people here are not here to judge you, and they are only here to help you. They are only here to help you. They're here to judge me and maybe help me and then get some back pay on the pills they're trying to shove down my throat. I don't think they actually get back pay on the pills. On the side, man. They They got a deal going on. These people don't go to school for years <laughs> to build a career. And they went to school for years, and they got to pay all that debt back, so they got to make a hustle on the side. But they're not selling psyche drugs, man. They're selling narcotics. There's a different story there. <laughs> um, but, no, so they're not here to judge you. 
They're here to help you. They're 100% there to judge. I'll go with you to these fucking things if you want. I think you're allowed to. If with your permission, I am allowed to. It's a, it's a, it's a, what is it? Uh, um, patient confidentiality or doctor patient confidentiality confidentiality or whatever but that is at your discretion it is confidential at your discretion because it's your confidential information if you want me to sit in there with you i can absolutely fucking sit in there with you with your fucking permission you want me to sit in there with you i'm coming to these goddamn therapy sessions with you i'll sit in the corner i'll fucking i don't know i'm Judge. just uh, i'm not judging <laughs> i'm gonna sit there i'm gonna fucking listen and i'm gonna play games on my phone um <laughs> distracting in the corner like no but listen i'm fucking i'm here for it man let's go fuck we've gone we've gone a long way we've gone a long way on this this whole episode i feel like has been me yelling at something yeah that's i mean to be fair the last couple episodes have been dull boring and drag so we need some high energy chaos this has definitely got some high energy in there um but i'm serious man i will fucking sit in with you we're gonna have to make it work around my work schedule i have no other way to tell you that but we might have to cut this in on fucking weekends, right? I don't know what therapists are open on weekends. I, I don't know. I, I could research that. We could find out. But I will sit in these goddamn things for you. If I was allowed to, I would go to your interview with you. <laughs> like, you've seen Step Brothers. Yeah. I mean, um, it's not a great movie. No. A lot of people would argue otherwise. But it's not a great movie. But they go to these interviews together. I would fucking do that. Yeah, I would rather, like... I would pay like Goodwill Hunting. Oh yeah, and have you step in? Yeah, but that's but he was trying not to get the jobs, so I mean that was like an intentional. I don't, I don't think we should do that. Yeah, but Duke got like two hundred bucks like out the door. <laughs> that's true. He got cash. I forget what he got it, but um, retainer. Yeah, yeah a retainer. retainer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Chuck I had a double bird. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but no, I I'm going to the ends here for you, man. I'm gonna do what I can. I'm going to help you through this. We got to get you past this mental state so you can try and better yourself. You will never better yourself if you don't get past you first. There's a lot of me in the way, though. (laughs) Are we talking like width or like, you know, girth or, I mean. All. (laughs) Are we talking a mental block? I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, mental block, the width, the girth, the everything. Okay, well, we got to get past you first. But either way, this opportunity is in front of you now. It doesn't have time to wait. So unfortunately, we have to do this now. We have to get past this block, even temporarily. Yeah, but like, what about, what about like, I got a vacation coming up in September. How do I apply for a new job and be like, hey, I need to take a week off immediately? When is it in September? I think the second or third week of September. Okay, so realistically, you may not, may not even start by then. I mean, with hiring process nowadays, you're going to spend like two weeks interviewing anyway. And then you're going to put another two-week notice yeah, in. Yeah, two weeks of, like, so if I if it apply now, two weeks of interviewing, it's the first week of September, May, my start, and then boom, like, I start in like, a couple of days, I'm like, sorry, I got to go on vacation. No, no, no. Two weeks of interviewing, and then you put two weeks notice in at your current job. And then by the time you're starting that new position, you're already going to be past your vacation. It'll be fine. And you can always put that into your start date, too. You don't have to start immediately. Right? That's, a, that's a misconception too. They ask you when you are available to start. And while it is important to them, for a position like this that is constantly revolving, if they find a good candidate that they want to hire, they'll wait that extra week for them. Okay? So when... First, uh, like, what are the dates on this on this thing? On the application? No, on GenCon. 
the September technically it's the nineteenth. It starts on the nineteenth, which is a Thursday, and it goes until Sunday. Okay, so that is well, that might be a little long. Okay, that might be a stretch. But again, that's just something you disclose in the interview. Like, hey, you know, I have this thing I'm already planned for in September. I will need to be gone for those. You might not get paid for those. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That might be a week that you're not getting paid. Because the, the grocery store, if I quit there and I have all the time, like before that, if I'm still working for that company and I'm still doing hiring, then it's fine. But if I leave and then go work for the hospital, they have to pay me out all my time. So yeah, I, so, so I still get paid. You're, you're banked, you have banked vacation time. Yeah. And that gets paid out upon leaving. Okay, then fine, whatever. But that just means, like I said, you might not get paid from this new job yeah. for that time. But I just think that's another hurdle. Like, if it's like, hey, there's... 80 people applying for it. This one guy wants to take a week off. It's four days. It's four days. They don't. Wait, and honestly, we got to leave Wednesday and then you got to have a day to recover from walking around all day at the convention. It's gonna, like a week off. You're going to miss Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. You're going to miss three days because you're going to be going back to work by Monday night. You're going to miss Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. Three days. That's it. Saturday, Sunday. You're not working those days. It won't matter. Fuck it. You'll be fine. I don't. I don't think so. You'll be fine. You tell them that in the interview. See, this is. What I was trying to find a new job at the beginning of the year because uh, I would have gone through my vacation time, and then uh, I would get all my time reset, and then I can start looking for another job. And then when I leave that job, I can get all that paid time off, paid out as I leave. Paul, let me ask something about your vacation time. Is it like? First of the year rolls out around, and now you have three weeks of vacation, or is it accrue paycheck per paycheck? It um, Your time resets on your hire date. Okay. And then it's uh, it's based on how much you've worked. But, like, do they just fucking load up a, a lump sum of fucking vacation time all at one time? Yeah. Well, fuck me, man. Mine accrues, like, three hours of paycheck. You know, I get uh, a... Like, when, when my time resets... I get, like, they take up, like, how, this is how much he's worked. This is how many hours he works, and it equals out to this much time. So when my time resets, that's how much time I get. I mean, that's kind of baller shit, honestly. So, and it's, it, the max is 120 hours. We can do it by the hour. Yeah. So, like, I could take an hour off every day if I wanted to. That's kind of baller shit, though. Like, honestly, the fact that at your higher date, you now have, what do you get, uh, two or three weeks a year? Yeah. Uh, I get a uh, I get 120 hours, which turns into about three 15 weeks. days. Yeah, three weeks, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's cool as shit. Just higher date. Here's three weeks of fucking vacation. That's cool as shit. Mine is like from your start date, you accrue, I don't know, 3.92 hours of fucking paycheck, some shit. I don't know. I'm making numbers up. And then when you accrue enough, now you can use that as vacation time. And every year I get something like two weeks of vacation and a week of sick time. Damn, that's cool as shit. Like, I, right now I've got, like, I don't know, a week and a half banked up, but I'm taking a week in September. Not the same week you're taking, though, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately, because I'll be around when, you know, you'll be around when I'm on my vacation. Whatever. Um, But there's no downside to trying. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. You need to try. You need to put this in. You need to put this application in. I will put this goddamn application in for you if I have to. But one way or another, this application is going in to this job. And if they call you, awesome. If you get an interview, even better. If they hire you, absolutely the best thing that could happen. But if they don't call you, oh fucking well. Oh fucking well. Here's a thought. What if I've worked both jobs? It'd be a little hard. 
I've done it before. Yeah, but the reason it's, I say it's hard is you'd have to get from job A at 5.30 in the morning to job B by 6 in the morning. It's a half hour. That's, 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 you make that trip. And change and figure out when you're going to sleep. No, you'd be, you would get, let's say, uh, 9 p.m., 5.30 in the morning, and then you would drive immediately to the grocery store. I'd just throw on my work hoodie and then work to 2 o'clock, go home, sleep, to like, this year, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, no, you gotta leave it by nine. You gotta leave it by eight. So you get about four hours of sleep a day, and you get up and go right back to work. And absolutely zero social life. Do I have one already? You were just talking about, like, this is gonna change my whole life with my friends and my magic games and blah, 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 blah. Throw yeah. all that out the window. Yeah, I mean, gone. It, it's gonna be gone anyways. It won't be gone anyway, but whatever. Hey, listen. If you want to do that as a transition... Fuck no, I don't want to do that. I'm just saying, if you want to do that as a transition, give it a try. But when it doesn't work out in the first two weeks and you realize that this is fucking bullshit, quit your current job. Don't quit the new job. Quit your current job. Fuck the new job. Or fuck the old job. Fuck the current job. Keep the, keep the new job. $200 a week, man. Are you going to sit here and turn down $200 a week because you're scared? 200 bucks extra. Yes. For real? I'm fucking terrified, man. $200 a week, man. You know what I would do You're for driven next? by money. I, I get it, but... You want an independent lifestyle. I do, and this will help. And this is the only way you get it. I know, but it's fucking terrifying. It's, it is. And sometimes we have to take that leap. I moved to Florida <laughs> for a career, for a hopeful growth in a career. I didn't even get that growth run when I first moved there. But I moved to Florida <laughs> in hopes of better. You eventually got it. I eventually got it. And then it shat in my face. Um, <laughs> it's a little dark. And then, and then. You're going to wipe the shit out of your eyes and it won't be that dark. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that wouldn't, my eyes wouldn't be brown. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then, I had to dump it all again to move back. Granted, I had something to move back to. That helped. But I'm just saying, man, sometimes you take that leap. It's worth it in the end. It is 100% worth it in the end. I'm technically doing better off now than I was in Florida. I miss the hell out of Florida. I'm not going to lie. I miss not shoveling snow, um, you know, for four months of the year. I miss the the calm environment of my office space for my last job. But it kind of worked out in the end. I'm doing okay. I'm still here. I'm still kicking. They listened to me rant on about my problems for like two fucking hours. Like, this is fucked, this is fucked, you need to fix this, and I can't do shit about this. For two fucking hours, they listened to that shit. It worked out, man. I'm here. Take a leap. Nothing wrong with taking a leap. This isn't even a hard leap, man. Like, there's no actual risk to this leap. Best case scenario, you get a great job. Worst case scenario, you fall onto a mattress. Well, what if the mattress is, like, dirty and there's a homeless no, no, no. guy sleeping no, no, no. on it? This is, like, a pristine fucking... Serta mattress. All right. There's no you can't harm. Find in, those in Ypsilanti. There's no harm in falling on it. There's like a there's a heroin needle sticking out. There's of no it. heroin needles. There's no razor blades. Homeless guy pissed on. There's it. no homeless guy anywhere near it. All right. You're safe. <laughs> there's nothing that can go wrong. The only thing that can go wrong is in your own head. That is literally it. And once you realize that the problems in your head can't actually hurt you, you're fucking fine. I'm pretty sure they can. <laughs> oh no, the problems themselves can't hurt you. It's how you act on those problems that can hurt you. But once you get past the fact that it's just up here, 
There's nothing. There's nothing stopping you from applying for this job. Absolutely nothing. And I really, really want you to do this. Like, we've bullshitted a lot in the past about how you need to try and find a better job and how you need to get out of the current environment you're in. But God damn it, this is slapping you in the face with its hard cock. <laughs> I don't like hard cocks in the face. But this is fucking assertively slapping you in the face. It's kind of aggressive, man. I don't like that aggressive approach. You need to take it or it's not going to stop. I don't want to take a dick to the mouth. <laughs> the only way it's going to stop is if you just take it. <laughs> I'm just saying. You got to fucking do it. You ever change the metaphor? <laughs> you want it to be a fish? It's not better. <laughs> I don't know what to change it to. Either way, this is an opportunity you can't pass up. I absolutely can't pass up. Like, there's no feasible way for you to pass up this opportunity. Nothing may come of it, all right? Nothing may come of it. But that's absolutely the worst that can happen, is that nothing comes of it. And you're still in the same place you're in now. Which is not a good place. But nothing changed. You didn't get worse for it. Your life didn't change for the worse because of it. It just didn't change at all. You know, the only po- the only change that could happen is positive. That's it. The only change that can happen is positive, and that positive comes in the form of an extra two hundred dollars a week, and a much better career. And it's janitorial, but it's much better career than you're at now. Their their starting pay is higher than your capped pay. True. By two hundred dollars a week, you're only going to go up from there. Eventually, that's going to cap, right? But yeah, well, he said like a two to three percent increase every couple years. Yeah, and eventually it's probably going to cap at like fucking twenty three bucks an hour or some shit like that. But whatever, man. That's still fucking twenty four is get twenty four dollars an hour is fifty thousand dollars salary. All right. That's a good salary, man. Especially if you're a single man just trying to fucking make it on your own. If you're trying to buy that love doll and nowadays fifty thousand dollars won't pay for a family anymore, right? But fifty thousand dollars for a single man on his own, easy. Easy. Well yeah, because that's like two hundred a week is eight hundred a month. That's rent. That's my rent right there. And then so you, I mean you don't need nothing fancy. One bedroom apartment, two bedroom for an office space. Right? I mean, the, the apartments I stay in now, I can just... You could live at the apartments you live at now, and all of extra, all of your extra money is just fucking extra money. Well, no, because I would have to, you know, add, add on, like, DTE bills. But I ended up probably with, like, 500 to 400 bucks extra. A month. A month. Than you have now. And you've still been banking. Like, you still... Barely, but yeah. Don't tell me barely, motherfucker. I haven't been saving money in months. No, but you your your bank account is fucking solid. Now, granted, some of that comes over you just haven't spent your tax returns for like the last three years, right? Great. You probably didn't spend those stimulus checks over the last year either. Well, I bought this equipment. That's true. So that came in there. But like, you'll be banking money more than you have now, on top of paying your own rent in your own way. This is your opportunity for independence. This is your opportunity to get out of your current living situation. This opportunity is your chance to better your life almost entirely. Almost. Right? Like 90% of your problems would be solved because of this job. Yeah, that's why it's been such a struggle since he sent me that text last night. Just do it. Just do, I don't, What do I have to do for you to do it? I don't know. I, I will do it. I'm just saying, whatever I have to do to get you to fucking, just to put an application in, I will fucking do it. Like I said, if I have to write your resume, if I have to put the application in for you, I'll fucking do it. I'm going to need information from you to do it, but I will be the one to hit submit because that's probably the hard part for you, right? Filling out the application is easy. 
It's hitting submit that's hard. Also, I was like, half the time when you like look at the application, you start filling out. I was like, I don't know what they want me to put here. I don't know what to put there. I got you. Ask me. I filled out these exact applications, probably. <laughs> right, different position, but they ask the same questions. I filled out the exact one. I got you. I one time applied for a job at a college that is religion based. All right, I didn't realize until after I submitted the application, but like. It was a Christian university. We all know my religious affiliations are not Christian. But I should have saw it coming because some of the questions asked, what are your religious affiliations? Um, what is your, or what church do you attend? And I'm like, well, I, so actually to be fair, by the time I submitted it, I realized what I was doing. Because it started asking me these questions. I started looking through the, the information and down there at the very bottom, it was like, you know, such and such universities. Um, has the right to hire based on religious affiliation, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, I'm not getting this job. But I've gone this far on the application already. Submit. <laughs> like, fuck it. What religion do you in the flying spaghetti monster? <laughs> I, it, I, it didn't give me an option to type. It was just a select from this list. Was Satanism on there? It was not. Damn. Um, I think Other was on the list, which I think is what I went with. But, like... It was literally, it was like Christian, Baptist, fucking Lutheran. I, like, it was like those Catholic, I think, was one of them. Whatever, I don't know. But I didn't have a good answer for any of these. But I did it anyway, because fuck. See, if I saw that on an application, I'd be like, all right, just, I, I would just hit the X out, like, nope. It was at the end of the application. I'd already gone this far I to the point where, like, because in applications and a lot of these applications, you have to, like, fill in, even though your resume says all of it already, you have to fill in your work history and your education history and all that shit. I've already done all of this at this point. I'd gone too far to back out now. I was like, fuck, well, I mean, whatever. That was a huge waste of time, but I'm already here, so fuck it. What if you got the job? <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> Look, I may have said this to you before, but... What got me started in the career I'm in now, which, may, again, may not be a great example because, I honestly, I kind of hate the career I'm in now. But what got me in this career, what got me started with McKinley, which ultimately launched my career to, to the path it's at now. When I was working at that first complex that I got hired at full-time, I'd only been there for, like, two weeks when McKinley asked to interview me. And I'm working with this guy. I'm training and I'm like, yeah, fuck these guys. I don't even want to take this interview anymore. I got a job. They're not going to pay me any better than I'm making now. It's not worth it to me. This guy looked me dead in the fucking eyes and said, never turn down an opportunity that presents itself to you because you never know what it may hold. I've held that fucking quote with me for, I don't know, how long has it been? Like nine goddamn years, eight goddamn, something like that. Eight, eight and a half years, yeah. Nearly nine goddamn years I've held this quote because you never fucking know what it may hold. I put it in an application at a Christian university, knowing goddamn well I wasn't going to get the job. But I never knew what opportunity it may hold. You want to hear another quote? What? Gandalf once said, you shall not pass. <laughs> Fuck that. Goddamn it, I hate you so much. <laughs> you tried to hit the outro and it didn't even hit. You just ruined the whole goddamn ending there. <laughs> you, sir, have failed. <laughs> Which is a metaphor for your entire life up to this point. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fuck Gandalf, man. Listen to this guy at my old job. Take the opportunity. You don't know. Do the goddamn application. I will fill the goddamn thing out for you. Send me the link. I'll fill it out. I'll hit submit so you don't have to. Just like I helped you hit submit the first time we uploaded the first episode. Was that? 
Yeah. Did that happen? Yeah. I don't remember. You didn't want to submit the first episode. Nope. I helped you submit the first fucking episode. I will help you submit this application too. I'll answer your emails for you. Fuck, when they email you talking about we'd like to set up a resume, I'll be like, hey, yo, man, they want to set up a resume. Or, uh, I set a resume. Yeah. They want to set up an interview. When are you available? Perfect. I'm telling them they're available this time. I got you. You get a secretary? Oh, man. If it helps you get this job, I'm going to fucking do it. This is, this is without a doubt the best situation you could have right now. You're in a win-win right now. You're in a win slash nothing happens situation right now. All right. No harm can come out of this. Only good. You might get it. You might not, but you might get it. And the fact that you might get it is opportunity or is, is reason enough to do it. We've gone on this entire fucking episode about why you should do this job. And I hope the five goddamn people listening to this right now tell you to get this goddamn job. Somebody put in the goddamn comments, Twitter, fucking Ipsy Weird. Uh, do we have an Instagram? We don't have an Instagram, do we? We have an Instagram. We have an Instagram. Is that also at Ipsy Weird? Yep. Fucking YouTube comments, whatever. Put on the goddamn stuff on the social medias, on the interwebs. Apply for the goddamn job. Somebody please tell this man to apply for the goddamn job. Although by then it might be too late by the time this is coming out. Do it anyway. I'm going to make our first tweet. <laughs> I'm going to put it on today. Should Chris apply for this job? Fuck, man. Just do it. Just do it. I'm serious. Just do it. And don't listen to Gandalf. Gandalf, Gandalf the wise. But he came back anyway. I mean, he killed the guy, but then he came back. Just do it. Be like Nike. Just do it. I guess we'll get to the uh, almost got shot incident next week. Yeah, apparently we we skipped over all of that. But whatever. I and tried to bring it back like four times and it just never happened. We never got to that point because fuck Ouija boards and you should take this job. All right, so next week you guys get to hear about how I almost got shot right after I punched out from work. I guess that's a good note to end on. All right. You shall pass. Cliffhanger. That's true. Keep them coming for the next one. Just hit the fucking outro. We're bullshit at this point. How dope would it have been?